0: Four, oh, we're going live, four, three, two, one. We're back. Hi guys, welcome back to DF Talks. Um, I am Dee.
1: And I am Franco.
0: So this week we're gonna be discussing relationships. We've got four mini topics in between to talk about. We hope everyone has been well. Jane keeping well during the past lockdown that we had. It wasn't similar to the last one at all. It hardly felt like a natural lockdown, but we moved. <laughs> I hope everybody's keeping warm, like we've been telling you, because it's getting colder and colder outside.
1: Very cold. Oh my gosh. Like, I can't breathe. I don't like it at all but we hope you guys have been keeping warm and safe and keeping your mental health in check because we know these times are quite especially with like lockdown and you know just the ups and downs of everything so we hope you've all been good now as Dee said you know today we wanted to talk about relationships and it's not like we're going to project our perfect relationship because we're still working on how a perfect relationship should be. I don't even think relationships are perfect. I feel like it's more your unique experience with that person that makes it perfect. I don't feel like there is a perfect relationship to follow. I feel like there's guidelines that we should follow, but there isn't a perfect relationship that you can be like, okay, yeah, boom, I have the tick box perfect relationship Mm. and this is how I achieved it. Mm. I just think it's a unique experience between you and your partner and you create that perfect experience as a family throughout the years, throughout the ups and downs because there's definitely going to be ups and downs. Mm. So that's what I think. What's your idea of a perfect relationship? (laughs) Oh, people no. let's like afraid this word perfect relationship and idolise people online and it's like no, I know. No.
0: Oh dear. For me, oh gosh. Um a perfect relationship. To be honest, I feel like growing up and me being me, I've always had that thought of things um are gonna be perfect and I'll find someone who is gonna be perfect, but like when you actually start to grow up you realise that damn nobody's perfect yeah like for real we've all got flaws i've got flaws i know i'm not perfect so i feel like it's a it's a good balance where he's able to accept you for who you are yeah and still improve on the things that you can improve on and you're able to accept him for who he is but he's still able to acknowledge and work on what he can do to improve himself yeah basically and just be good to one another you know love respect love one another respect one another and comfort one another
1: yeah because i feel like those are the things that make up the relationship and also on top of that people forget that those are the things that are needed in a relationship like i don't know I'm not going to speak for the majority, but based on what we see <laughs> online and what we're given, it's very materialistic exchanges for relationships. And it's like, it's it's not going to create a great foundation. I mm-hmm. mean, by all means, if that's what you want, but that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And if you know that in a relationship, you need more than that, mm-hmm. and you're settling with just a materialistic exchange in terms mm-hmm. of like... Exchanging materialistic things or everything has to mm-hmm. be an exchange in order for you to get it, mm-hmm. then that's what you're gonna receive, and mm-hmm. then people know that that's the person. The thing is, yeah, what jars me, yeah, and I'm gonna a bit go on a bit of a rant because it starts to know me. Like yeah. I was talking to someone, and he uh, he was telling me that the choices that you make in a relationship, be it a bad relationship, um, that like the the end of the relationship being bad or the relationship as a whole being if you have children being bad is because you decided to choose the red flags and I was like no I'm not comfortable with you saying this because like you know what if you really like the person and you're working on the relationship and you're trying to create your experience and it's like yeah but you still chose to ignore those flags and now those flags are part of your relationship you want to cry about it
0: I slightly agree with him though. I know, and it
1: took me a long time to agree because I was thinking, nah, that's rude. And then I was like, you know what, it's true because If you choose to decide to ignore those things, and then later on, those things turn into triple red flags, Mm -hmm. but then you're going to cry and beg and be like, he wasn't like this before, but he Mm -hmm. was, but it was just a lighter version, Mm -hmm. then who are you to blame? Mm -hmm. You can't then go say all men are trash when Mm -hmm. you knew he was trash. Mm -hmm. You decided to ignore he was trash. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to swallow that pill because I was so proud for that. I was like, no, I don't agree with you still, (laughs) but it makes sense and then from there that's when I started to realise, okay cool, when you see red flags, tally those flags and see if you want to put up with those flags or squalade from them flags because that's what's going to determine your relationship Mm -hmm. and it's a small factor of it, it's not the, the defining factor of how your relationship should run, but we have to take accountability for things that we decide to ignore and then they come up later and then we run from the relationship or we cry about the relationship or the person when we decided to ignore them.
0: Exactly, it's and true.
1: That, I was just like, boy.
0: It's true. I think we see it all the time with women and men as well, to be honest with you, because even in men, I feel like men see the red flags on women, but they ignore, ignore it. it, they just think, they're just thinking, oh, let me just, oh. She looks pained, yeah, let, let me get over it. it. And then boom as the years start to go down now, people start to do the same things they were doing in the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just nuts. Personally, I think, oh, I don't know. I was even having a conversation today with my dad and he was like, I mean, you know, when you make these choices to, um, you find a man, e.g., you find a man, and you, know, you guys decide to get married, be together as one, and you know certain things of him let's say eg his temper or you know that he's an impatient person or you know that um he's someone that has oh, it can be a number of things but once i think as a woman and as a human being once you see these flaws in a person and you still go in that same direction expect yourself to work twice as hard mm. in that relationship mm. to not perfect it and not to train him but to try make the situation go in your favour basically yeah. because you already know this person's like this and you love them so
1: you have to do something you have
0: to you have to do something or just not enter in into the situation and go and find someone that has the qualities that you that you're looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true because You will then have to work 10 times harder than normal because, and it's not like you're, and then this is the whole situation of being a mum to the guy, do you get what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. you're working 10 times harder, but it's not that. You're trying to create a normal that works with what your normal is. And you've gone for something that's completely the opposite, and it's not working in your favor. But sometimes it does work, but more time it doesn't. And you just got to decide whether it's going to work or not.
0: Exactly. Because if something's not for you, it's not for you. Don't now go and take this thinking, oh, it's like, oh, this is a nice challenge. I'm going to get him to, you know, change this part about himself. And, you know, things are going to be great. Because not everyone can handle the work it takes to work 10 times harder or twice as harder in those situations. Because yeah. the amount of patience that you need. It's, it's at this world. It's, it's an incredible job. <laughs> It's an incredible job. For it's us. testing as well. Like if testing. you're someone
1: who doesn't have much patience, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it quickly. Do you know what I mean? But then again, if it's something that helps you to understand patience and, and practice patience, maybe that is the thing that works for you. But again, if it's stressing you out or if it's, it's making you go out of your character, then it's not worth your time.
0: Mm.
1: And that's, that's on period. But moving on in single life, yeah, to get to that stage is hard in this day and age. I don't know about y'all, but the dating scene right now is ghetto. (laughs) Ghetto AF is so ghetto. It's just as ghetto as social media right now as well. It's ghetto, man. It's just, I feel like, I don't know. It's like, everyone says they're ready, but then when it comes, Mm-hmm. They're actually not ready because no one actually knows what they actually want.
0: No one knows what they actually want, and no one knows how to how to conduct themselves when they get what they want. Yeah, it's like it's like a fear that comes into play. Like I've got exactly what I want, but I don't know how to maneuver in order for this thing to succeed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird because I feel like I feel like sometimes me, I can't lie to you. I feel like I do know exactly what I need to be doing and what I need to be exercising, my patience and these things, but sometimes I'm stubborn. you know, sometimes I'm stubborn I'm really th- I really think, oh, but why do I have to you know take myself down a notch to be able for a man to understand where I'm coming from this is something that he's just no period you know what I mean why do I have to put myself in a place where I have to be the bigger person um to sort this situation out but that's that's what a woman that's what a woman <sighs> it's weird I don't know how to phrase it I don't know, I don't want to say that's how a woman that's what a woman is but from what we've been taught from traditionally and from what we've been taught in the Western world, I feel like women and men aren't the same. Like, you can never bring to the table what a man can bring to a table in a relationship, in a functional stable relationship. And a, a man can never bring what a woman can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So we both have different, very different roles to play when it comes to a relationship. And I feel like nowadays, why, the reason why half of these things in relationships are happening sometimes, is because women are being forced, in this society anyway, women are, are being forced to take leadership of a lot of situations, where naturally, that's not how it should be in a marriage or a relationship, a man is supposed to be is supposed to be the head of the house, no? Mm-hmm. And then the woman is supposed to be the heart of the house. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to bring the comfort, the joy, the warmth to the house. He's supposed to bring, you know, the financial stability, being able to lead him, his wife, his kids, all mm-hmm. in the right path. So I feel like even in, in when you look at the Bible in the beginning in Genesis, you know, Adam was brought Adam was brought here. God said, You know, look, mate, you're wondering. <laughs> like, you need a you're, partner. You're wondering, you need help out here. He created he- um, Have, i was got to say. He created Have. <laughs> he created Eve. <laughs> he created Eve to, to be his helper. So, this is that we've got a man, Adam, we've got a woman, Eve. Adam was created, but he was by himself, he had no life. Basically, God said, "Okay, look, you need someone to for you to appreciate this life that I've given to you." Yeah. you know? So, bam, Eve brings him. He's <laughs> your helper. But yeah. To help so Eve was brought in to help Adam. I'm trying to look at it from the perspective of you've got this man that you love dearly. You've been brought to hit into his life for a reason. He's been brought into your life for a reason. Either you have to help him with something or it's him that has to help you with something, but you two are not brought together to create chaos. This is not a situation where you two should, when you get together now, there, there should be chaos. He feels chaos, you feel chaos, the whole situation is chaos, no. Um, I watched a video earlier today and the woman was saying, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, a man's job to be the head of, to be the head of the, the house, Essentially in that situation Adam was a weak man, he listened to his wife who told him to eat the apple that Satan gave to them and he didn't even blink and eat the apple and didn't say no. This is wrong, Eve. God said you must not eat these fruits. So you are just as stupid. Exactly. We're <laughs> just as bad as each other, and that's that's what we have today. Literally, women and men. To be honest, in my eyes, we are just as, as bad, bad as each other. So we Men are up. out here doing shakara. Women are out here doing shakara. So it comes back to my point of the beginning of the relationship. Simple as if you are not ready. If you don't feel like you're ready to enter this situation with your red flag person, or your person that does not have red flags, don't enter in these situations, because in the end, it's only gonna be wahala for you. It's true. You, your heart, and you'll be there crying, why me, why me? Why, why, why? You saw in the beginning that situation, this situation is not of me to enter. This is not my class. (laughs)
1: It's not my caliber, <laughs> and here I am entering
0: like it's my caliber. No. Can you imagine? Then you know, I want to cry. Your standards is there, and you want to drop your standards now? Okay, if you want to drop your standards, be prepared to do work,
1: mm. put in
0: work, because it's gonna take a hell a of lot of patience, hell of a lot of love, hell of a lot of everything, yeah, to make this situation in your relationship strive
1: And also with that like you have to be prepared to move from single life habits to relationship habits Mm -hmm. because that also comes with you know being ready and preparing yourself to get into a situation Mm -hmm. like we like it's okay some people agree with just acting natural in terms of not changing your situation and keeping all your eggs in different baskets when you're moving from single life to relationship life. We've been mm-hmm. there, I've been there, because it's a kind of sense of security. You don't really wanna be putting all your eggs in this one basket mm-hmm. because you don't know if this person's really gonna have your back. Because mm-hmm. in the society that we live in, we don't trust each other, let's be mm-hmm. real. That's why there's a lot of higgy hanger relationships because mm-hmm. we're not trusting the situation because we've been hurt or we hear things or we, you know, it. those many little factors that add to it. Mm-hmm. So... The healthiest way, in my eyes, to do that, is if you are actually, okay, you're looking at this person, you're saying this person is the person that I want, you, if you're ready to drop those potentials that you have, because it's true, everyone has potentials somehow, like let's not deny and pretend as if like we don't, but there are some people that I actually genuinely don't, you have your seasons where you don't want to chat to no one, and nothing like that at all, Mm -hmm. but even if you are in that season, you have to mentally prepare yourself and think, okay, I'm ready to leave my single habits, to move into building with somebody. And I hate it when people who pretend they're ready to build and they meet someone who's ready to build and then they fluke their way, pretending to build with this person, knowing that this is not the person they want to build with. Mm. It's wrong. And I feel like that's why people put their eggs in different baskets. Mm-hmm. But if you're ready, like you said, if you're preparing yourself to be in that situation or relationship, you, have to move on from your single habits and it's hard because sometimes some of us have been single for like years some people have been single for like you know five years however long it is but it's a break from having to serve somebody because essentially that's what relationships is like you're serving one another do you know what I mean like there has to be that element where you're ready to go into that and if you're not ready to do that for yourself because there has to be element of you being ready for yourself to to be in that like there's times we say you yeah, we be ready for a relationship and then we get into it and then we deep actually there's so much more than i thought would i would need to do to be in this and you then self-sabotage yourself and that's not the person's fault that's you not recognizing you're not ready to be in that sometimes it doesn't have to be you preparing for that person sometimes it's you preparing yourself to see okay cool i'm ready to now move from this state to another and leaving those links, leaving those habits, it, it's a process. You have mm-hmm. to do it though if you want to get with someone because at the end of the day, it's going to bite your ass. As much as you not, like to pretend that oh, cheating in the relationship bad, but also your single habits is just as bad when you're mm-hmm. moving into a relationship because mm-hmm. in a sense, it's those habits that mm-hmm. cause cheating. Single habits mm-hmm. because you're single-minded. It's mm-hmm. a selfish decision. Mm-hmm. So you've got to move on from single habits to Okay, relationship, building, let's go. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, that's also causing a problem in your situation. And you've got to flag those. Those are the red flags that you've got to find in someone as well as behaviors, as well as attitude and disrespect. Also single habits, those are red flags too. Like, (laughs) pre the person that you're with when they're out with their boys or when you're out with them. If Mm -hmm. you can see single habits, darling, red flag, Mm -hmm. period.
0: Exactly. It's all about consideration as well. You've got to when you're in when you're in this journey with someone, you need to also consider their feelings, they have to consider yours. You have to respect each other essentially. In order for this for the relationship to work out mm-hmm. between you two. You know, as being if you're a single girl, you know, you can wait, you can wake up, know that you're going to a motive or whatever. You you ain't checking in with no one. No one's checking in with you, making sure that you're good that day where you're gonna be that night, if you're going now, blah, blah, blah. So when you come to a relationship now, the same way you wouldn't want your man to be out there gallivanting, the same can't. way men don't want their girls out here gallivanting. And if you are gonna gallivant that night, all it takes is like a quick little message. And this is another thing that sometimes itches me with some people, they're always like, oh, why'd you have to tell, where, why'd you have to tell um, your man where you are? Why'd you have to, uh, what if something happens to me? <laughs>
1: Do you, you know what I mean?
0: Anything could happen. If anything could happen to you, bro. Yeah. You're out here going out to these places and your man don't know where you are. Like, does that even, does that make sense? Because when something happens, who, who are you gonna, cause I'm damn sure I can't call my parents. They live up north. The best they can do for me is probably get me a cab home if need be. But what if some traumatic happen where you need to be with someone that you know, you trust yeah. to ensure you're getting home yeah. safe? Who's that gonna be? Your man. Yeah. At that moment in time, who do you want by your side? Do you want your man? Yeah. Like you want your, the comfort of a man, your man. Or your girl. Or your girl. Yeah. But let's say you're all your girls in relationships. So you can't expect all your girls now to jump out of bed 3, 4 a.m. in the morning to come rescue you from a club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that as well. Another thing that I see nowadays is that a lot of with these friendships and when people get into relationships now, it's like now friends start to start to have some sort of view on people's really not view on people's relationships, but a view of how how they are in their relationships and that as well can I feel like I've seen that can that can break that can break a relationship. Because the mm-hmm. same way how girls feel like, why are you always listening to your boys? Boys feel like, why, always, why are you always listening to your girls? And because his boys sometimes will not always give him the good advice. Yeah. Same way your girls sometimes won't always give you the good advice. How can you go and ask, you can't advise, ask advice from someone that, let's say, has been in and out of relationships for like the last five years. She's your girl, you love her very much, but she's been in like 20 relationships in the past five years. And you're asking her advice on how to move with your man and your relationship. Let's say you've been together for three years. She's not gonna give you the advice of a mindset of a three-year some, relationship. Of, yeah, of a three-year relationship. She's gonna give you the advice of the mindset where she's at. Mm. Sometimes I'm not saying all friends are like that, but sometimes that can be the case. And I feel like as a person, it's up to you to you know hold hold up the, the advice you've been given and make a collective decision from there if you feel like this is the advice you've been given is of God and it's you know Mm -hmm. it's a really good piece of advice. Mm -hmm. It's
1: true because I was, Joe, it's good that you said that because I was going to actually say about your surroundings as well like who you ask advice from, I watched some clip of some guy who even said like he doesn't, he didn't even involve his family into his relationship because it was a case of like, they've gone in, they've created their own world. Mm-hmm. And the only people they would speak to about certain things will be, like you said, if for example, you're in a relationship for three years, you're going to go to someone who's been in relationships for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to choose the person who is in and out of relationships or whatever, because that isn't the, the wisdom you need mm-hmm. for what your situation is. Mm-hmm. You have to look at those around you and pick and see who are the ones who are going to help you to a degree, because at the end of the day, your relationship, they don't know the ins and outs, they only see what you guys show them. Mm -hmm. So it's for you two to work on within yourselves, but also pick and choose advice from those that you can look into and look up to, who've had that experience, who've gone through the stages that you're going through as well. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with that because there are some people as well who are negative and they will ride for their friend Mm -hmm. and say it out of love, but they're actually tarnishing the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. for example, you know, yeah, do you know what, I never liked your guy anyway. You know what I've always said about him, because I love you so much, rah, 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 but your friend's mm-hmm. in love with this guy. What mm-hmm. can you do? You can't be telling her, I hate your man, your man threats you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, cool. If there's been some displays of disrespect in front of your eyes, then you have evidence. Mm-hmm. But if it's based off her anger to her man, which is also a thing that people need to also stop doing, stop venting the things that you know are going to blow over the next day mm-hmm. to your friends, mm-hmm. male or female. It mm-hmm. don't matter because men do it too. Don't go on like you don't do it. You've mm-hmm. got to talk to your friends too. Mm-hmm. So stop doing that because your friends are now going to get a perception of what you give them. Mm-hmm. And of course, you also want to have girl chat because you want to have advice on these things. But there's some things, if you know it's not worth talking about to people, keep it in your mouth because their perception is going to have an impact on the wisdom that you get from them. Mm -hmm. So you need to be selective. You need to be careful. And you also need to choose where you're getting your wisdom from 100% because, hey, it's her. I've been in that situation before and it's not healthy. Like, it destroys relationships families mm-hmm. it destroys a lot of things it Destroys a
0: lot of things
1: and it's an environment you don't want to put yourself in like
0: you have to be strong mm-hmm. you have to be strong you have to stand up tall mm-hmm. as a man as a woman mm-hmm. in your relationship with your other that person is the person that essentially you were, if not married you will marry that's the person you're gonna wake up with you know every night every morning that's the person that you and this person really have to be in tune with each other you can't be trying to be in tune with outside influence to make your inside influence better Mm -hmm. it's not gonna it's just not gonna work
1: speaking of that we watched a show earlier this week yeah about (laughs) it's like a dating family south african show it's called date my family and there was someone on there that was said about the 80 20 relationship rule but when he said it, we were like, I don't think this is the real version of what he means because he was saying you can never find a 100% woman, so you can only find, if you find someone that matches up to 80%, they give you 80% of what you need, then you go and find that 20% outside. So we was like, eh? Is this real? Because like, D even was like, it this, this has to be from a film. <laughs> because I don't. is this real, real? Like we were asking ourselves, like, is this real? And then we Riklotz, he lied a little piece because the 80-20 relationship theory is real but it actually is the theory that states that you can only get about 80% of your wants and needs from a healthy relationship while the remaining 20% you need to provide for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you should spend 80% of your time devoted to your relationship and still have 20% freedom to follow your dreams and do what you want. Mm -hmm. And In marriage, it says that most men get 80% of what they need in a marriage, yet they tend to go after the 20% that someone outside could provide for them because it appears to be more to them when it really isn't. This was a discussion that was done by the men of the 80-20 rule about infidelity in marriage.
0: And this is essentially what we're saying. I feel like these people that have this conviction that they find their 18, but they go and find their 20 regardless of having the 80. Is those who are just simply not ready yeah. to be in a committed relationship. Because mm-hmm. essentially what it is, yes, all men cheat, but there are some men out there that don't cheat. Mm-hmm. There's some women that do cheat, there's some women that don't cheat. Mm-hmm. And these people cheat when they're just not ready. Like they're not ready to be in a committed relationship. Those who do it in a committed relationship, sometimes I don't. Know. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, she didn't get me twisted. I yeah. don't
1: even
0: know how to explain it sometimes
1: because because it's not of our nature. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: it's it's weird. It's like, you know, it's very easy. You know, it can happen. It can happen it can very happen. easily. It's, very, it's, it's something that can happen very. Easily. But I feel like there is
1: a point where you can press stop. Definitely. So then you going past that stop button. You're trash
0: but it's, 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 it's No. It's a, it's. No. It's, adultery is a sin. Maybe. So everything is The same is way other things
1: are sins. It's enticing, yes. And you get these, tempted. When
0: people are cheating, I don't think, they they know exactly what they're doing, but hey, the adrenaline is too much. Ah, they're shaking. They're having fun. And you go, oh, wow, this is about it's to a thrill be, and yeah, there's excitement. This yeah, but be before it. that thrill, there is a choice of
1: yes, like play and stop. Like you can play this or you can stop
0: it. The same thrill of how people are out here. All of us who are unmarried mm. and engaging in sexual activities, you are sinning. Why can't we press pause? It's true. On that particular moment. Yeah, it's true. Because.
1: It's true, it's true.
0: We're all sinners out
1: here, I know, but I feel like adultery, eh, I know there's all sin sin, yeah, there's no, like, levels of... But obviously you get judged differently for the different types of sin that you do as well, you know that, right? Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't know. Because there's some sins that are more serious than other sins, do you know what I mean? So, but I don't know, I feel like with adultery I'm just like, ah, but then... Yeah, it's true. There's there's always a moment for everything to press play and press stop. But then, if it's something that you've been wanting for, like say for example you're someone that likes to play games, yeah, in the dating scene, and then you finally get what you actually want. Because people eventually, I'm pretty sure people eventually have enough. Unless you're brazy, like unless you're a sex pest or something that you continue <laughs> to love to cheat. I'm pretty sure people have enough, like, do you know what I mean? Is there not a stop button eventually, yeah. like? And, and if there handled. isn't, then you have a problem. I'm sorry, yeah. but admit your problem. Lymphomaniac. Yeah, whatever. Disgusting. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, because there has to be a point where you need to stop. So, I'm sure there is a point where someone says, okay, boom, I've, when they finally get that what they want, they won't do that 20% mm. anymore. It's true. It's just something that like some, you need to control. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Because the same way the 80-20 work rule works for... Um, women, it works for men the same way. Not, we're not perfect. Like none no. of us are perfect. We've all got flaws. I know my flaws. My flaws are I'm impatient. You know, when I get frustrated, I tend to shout. Mm-hmm. Um, lock off the phone. That's that's my favourite thing to do. Is lock off the phone? A blip, and that one can cause a maza. <laughs> like, oh dear!
1: It's like cutting your head yeah. off.
0: That, locking off phones, is disrespectful. You know, yeah. I don't like to be, I would, if, I, if someone sort of to lock off the phone to me, that's a different story. I'd be like, how dare you lock off the phone to me? But I'm doing that essentially out of frustration I'm, and I'm giving myself excuse. Oh, because I'm frustrated, I'm gonna lock off the phone. But then when someone else is frustrated with me and they lock off the phone, I don't like it. Come on, I have to grow up and know this thing of locking off the phone is not good. You have to be able to communicate effectively. Mm. If you can't communicate effectively, don't just lock off the phone. Maybe like, listen, right now, my temper is on 100. I'm really trying to bring myself back to zero. Can we maybe lock off and like, call you back in five minutes? When I've done a bit of chanting and praying and, you know, brought myself back to ground zero. And you, sometimes the man will surprise you and be like, Do you know what? All right, cool, cool. say nothing. Yeah. No, we'll call you back in five minutes. Yeah. You know,
1: communication. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. And I like the idea of like the the 80-20 where it's like 80% of your relationship needs to be healthy and 20% for you. Exactly. Because that's you working on yourself, appreciating yourself, loving yourself, caring after yourself. And then that also brings the 80% of your healthy relationship. Because if you're not healthy, the relationship ain't gonna be healthy. So that 20% is, I feel like it's even more important than the 80% because it will add to that. It's like a big piece Mm to that 80%. If you're both healthy individually, then together it will be healthy, regardless of the ups and downs. Because some downs are actually healthy, because some downs are lessons in order for them to be ups. And I'm not talking about dangerous downs or anything like that. I'm talking about situations where you don't have the same understanding for mm-hmm. something is healthy, so that you can both create that understanding. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if you're if you your within yourself is is healthy in that 20%, then that will add to that 80% because boy, it, understanding your flaws and understanding your partner's flaws and understanding that within your situations that you might have brings a different way to solve it together.
0: Exactly. You need to be willing to learn the other person yeah. and learn things about yourself yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, because as we grow, we change. Our habits change, our desires change, our dreams sometimes change, you know, things change. So you, it's a constant learning, like life, you're just constantly learning. So that is something you also need to do within your relationship. You need to constantly learn each other. And I feel like that's something that's very old school Mm -hmm. and it's not something that a lot of people are doing nowadays that people want fast gratification they want fast results in a relationship but they want you to wife them and then boom 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 but the whole learning somebody and how things can change over time is very key because that's what's substantial later on in your life because if you are dreaming to have that 30 year 40 year anniversary well baby girl that three four years You need to learn how to love that person and learn Mm -hmm. them because that's what's gonna help your pattern for those 30 and 40 years. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for us, we pigeonhole that. We we don't think of that because some people don't trust the fact that people are gonna be with them for life. But there are some people out there that will, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted to move on to like friends in relationships because there's been a post floating around of some girl who said that, um, her best friend got into a relationship and the girl started switching up because she didn't like her saying I love you to her man um, and that was floating around so there's like a taboo where some people like I don't agree with that and some people say I do agree with it and I commented under the post saying it depends on the situation meaning if you and that friend of yours have been saying love you bro whatever like because that's your long-term friend and that's something you guys have done before the relationship. But if, if, and, and for me, that's cool because I have my best friends that I say that to, like, every, every so often, like, I appreciate them as being, like, a brother to me. But it's not something that I say every single night, like, love you, bro. Like, no, there's, there's limits because he's in a committed relationship and I'm in a relationship as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So we can't be out here saying these things when we love our partners do you know what i'm saying there's limits to it like and someone else commented like the word saying i love you um is different to saying love you bro and i agree with that because i love you is different to saying i love you bro like love you sis love you bro do you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. whereas if you're now the the person so if my friend was to get in a relationship after i got into a relationship and then he started saying oh lo- i love you as of there and then after this relationship's come about and you've not heard it before and that's when it started that's when it's a bit dodgy mm-hmm. because then it's like excuse me why are you telling me you love me now whereas in this whole 10 years of our friendship you've never said that that's when you have to question that's why i said it depends on the situation because now it's going to seem like okay cool how am i going to tell my boyfriend or my husband that my best friend just told me they love them they're going to be like excuse me lock that friend off now that friend likes you Mm (laughs) do you know what i'm saying so it and it depends like some people say that you can't be friends with opposite sex i disagree because i have two male friends from the opposite sex and i've known them for so long and we've we understood like we had a conversation one of me and my other male friends where we said later on in life when both of our relationships move from just girlfriend and boyfriend to engagement and to marriage there's going to be a change in our friendship
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: we can't be the same friends all the time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because you're building another relationship with somebody else you can't You know what I mean? Spend that much time with your friend as much as you used to because things have changed. You essentially become best friends with your partner. Mm -hmm. It's no longer you, your best friend and your partner. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Some people disagree. Some people say you can't be having best friends in relationships. And I don't know. What what, what do you think? I think that's my thoughts. I think you can, but I think you have to adapt it to your lifespan (coughs) and your relationship. You know what I'm saying? In order in order for it to still flow and grow together.
0: Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like um, there needs to be a balance with um, having best friends within a situation where you're in a relationship. It all depends as well. Also, um, you've got cases where people have been best friends, you know, for, with the opposite sex for years, where they've generally grown up together, they've developed a relationship as if they're brothers and sisters or even cousins. Mm. And it's all about if you know your best friend is a respectful person and you're a respectful person. I don't see there being a problem with people having best friends and they have they have relationships. But of course, the same way how you would move your girls, and I assume boys would move their boys is once you are in a committed relationship, you're not gonna be on the phone to this person all the time. Yeah. For how you were, you're not gonna be going to their house maybe um, as frequently as you were. You guys are not going to be doing single life together because uh you're no longer single yeah so people have to understand there's going to be there's going to be an adjustment mm-hmm. within that person's life and within your life as well and i generally think if you're generally happy for your friend you can't expect them to move any different you know yeah. what i mean because you know these are the things that comes with course with the course of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends, we're not gonna be sleeping in the bed of each other forever. You know, you know what I mean. We'll eventually, true. we'll have to grow up and have our own lives. Yeah. And come together when it's when it's needed. So, um, what do you
1: think of the lovey bro and the lovey situation, like of that thing that's floating around?
0: That, yeah, I saw it. Apparently, the girl is lying. Yeah. In the way she explained the situation. But with how the situation was presented to us, me as a female, I would not like or accept my my boyfriend's girl best friend telling him, I, lo- I love you all the time. I'm gonna feel a bit fishy about it. I can't lie to you. Because, mm. especially once you know he's got a girl as well. Some girls are different, to be honest with you. Some people, other type of people that, say, that genuinely say, I love you after every single conversation. Yeah. Because maybe they've lost someone, they feel like, oh, you know, life is too short. I always have to make sure that this person knows I love them. <sighs> you know, it's a tricky situation.
1: Yeah, it is because some people naturally say, love you all the time to some people. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never had someone who's had a best, a girl best friend. So I wouldn't know how to um, react. <laughs> In that situation, <laughs> I can <laughs> Because I'm your best friend.
1: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't agree with this one because I'm your best friend. It should only be me. You say, I love you too. Who are you talking to? It better she, all be that person.
0: Uh, what? What'd she say? She's such so cheat. I'll <laughs> be
1: like, I love you too, sis. Good night. <laughs> Knock off the phone.
0: <laughs> oh, damn yeah i feel
1: like there's levels to it man like i yeah, say love you bros about to my bros like
0: and i genuinely feel like if you should know you should know your person at the end of the day you should mm. know your boyfriend you should know your girlfriend you yeah. should know that they respect you enough to have a respectful friendship with yeah. that person yeah and not think anything suspicious of it
1: yeah like <laughs> you have to know how the person that you're dating is and how they feel about your friendship groups like Mm -hmm. in terms of how they feel about you having male friends and how they feel about you having female friends because there's some people that disagree and they absolutely hate it and they don't want you to have this person in your life whereas some people they would allow it i have male friends and my partner is okay with that and i'm okay with him having female friends which he doesn't have so that's okay so (laughs) it's a thing of like you're, if you have that level of respect where you're okay with it and you don't seem, and the situation isn't fishy, like you're not put in a predicament where you feel otherwise, so for example, The person can say, this is my best friend, but then when they're always around, there's something dodgy or there's a weird feeling or there's something different. And if you highlight that, and if the person then starts to make out as if like, oh no, or makes it a huge situation, that's when you can say, actually, no, I'm not happy with you having this friend around because every time I mention this person, you start to feel a different way. What's going on there? That's a flag you need to raise. But if you feel comfortable and safe around your friends and your partner feels comfortable around your friends, then kudos. there shouldn't be an issue. There should be an issue. But if the person is out there to make Wahala, then yeah, cool. Wahala, they set the room on fire. Make sure that you talk to that person and get them out of their life. <laughs> Excuse me? Who's got time to waste? Punish them. Yeah. Pray for that person to go
0: and that person will leave. Put them in exile.
1: Ex <laughs> <laughs> the file, put the file in the bin and walk out the office. <laughs> good night. Good well. Yeah. <laughs> Because what is that? You want to be doing wahala in my relationship for who? Who paid you? E? Who sent you? It's true. And then you want to be just showing the trust in the relationship that people already don't have. Mm-hmm. People have trust issues. Everyone has trust issues. <laughs>
0: is your hand on your hip? I'm upset. Hip?
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's on my hip. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not tell me that, is your hand on your hip? Yeah, I'm upset. It gets on my nerves. It, Oh dear. People just causing problems in relationships when people already have small, small trust issues. Like, it's already hard for people to, to love somebody, then you want to be causing wahala well, already on to top. Ah, who sent you? <laughs> God. Now, man, I don't understand why people are so evil, connival. No. It's true. Conniving things. What's the point? No. Oh, no.
0: Oh, what sad, miserable life you have, Jane. (laughs) You have... A sad life. No class.
1: (laughs) No class, no decorum. What did I say?
0: No decorum, no class. You've got the decorum as a reversing backdrop, Jane. (laughs) I hope you have a good life. (laughs) That's what we say to them, people.
1: No, man is not right. But let us know what you guys think about relationships and if you agree with some of the stuff that we said because everyone has different views like on relationships and how they are, but the ways in which relationships are now presented to us with all this side chick wahala and all these things, you better just conquer it nowadays because everyone's got time, everyone's got receipts and everyone has disrespect because <laughs> there's no respect. In this world, no class, no decorum as we say it. No shame. No shame. No shame. Like no self-respect. Today's
0: generation are really lacking the basic fundamentals of respecting themselves. Period. Once you lose the respect, <laughs> the respect of yourself, you lose the respect of what?
1: Others. Um. Period. <laughs> hey, preach mama. That's truth.
0: Yeah. Because how how can you expect? someone else to show you respect and all the decorum that you know it is that you fantasized in your head that you should be getting when you're moving out here like a cockroach basically because that's what cockroaches love to go in dirty places you know they're attracted to dirt and these things cockroaches they go and they live in this squalor and they really enjoy it they multiply in these places until you have to kill them you can't even kill them with with a shoe you can't kill them because, because you know you, you yeah yeah they pop- have to come and what do they do to the house? Pasteurize the place. Whatever <laughs> it is. <You> and they <laughs> ferment it with their chemicals. And you can't even go inside the house. But then now us as humans we want to be going, hanging around in these dirty local places, huh? meeting sometimes, people that don't have the same mm-hmm. class as you. And <laughs> you end up in situations where you're thinking, cockroaches, they live in the scholar in the dirt. Now, as human beings, you want to be putting yourself in the situations where you can see this environment right here is squalor and it's dirt. Yep. And if I'm seen here, people will not respect me. Yeah, you... Me being here is not me respecting myself. It's true. Come on, guys, wake up.
1: Wake up, really. And on that note, also, good night. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> it was lovely. No, it was lovely, guys. Honestly, let us know what you guys think. As always, follow us on Instagram DF Talks and on Twitter too, baby. We are up and active and live, honey. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend too. Have a blessed evening or morning or whatever time you've been listening to this, because we never know, you know. I'm saying. And also, thank you for also always catch it, eh? Catch it, catch you. Thank you for always tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We respect the love and we are always going to talk the realist on this thing, period.